Aaron Salgado. Yes, sir. Has an awesome new movie out called Montana, uh, and it's a fan film. And before we get into the podcast, I want to tell all the listeners out there, uh, there's going to be a lot of spoiler alerts. So jump online right now, go to YouTube, and watch his movie. It's six and a half minutes long. If you're a fan of Scarface, you're going to love it. So definitely check it out, and then we'll definitely uh, pop back on and, and listen to our interview. So first of all, what is a fan film? So a fan film is basically just that, right? It's a film that is independently produced by fans in order to pay homage to whatever IP has influenced them. There's a lot on YouTube right now for a lot of sci-fi films like Star Wars and Predator. Um, there's a really cool one for Back to the Future. And I saw one called Bel Air mm -hmm. that was made by a filmmaker named Morgan Cooper. And it's basically the Fresh Prince of Bel Air in a dramatic tone. Um, did really well online and Will Smith picked it up and now it's an actual series on Peacock. Uh, once I saw that one, I was like, well, this is opens it up. It doesn't just need to be these sci-fi films. You know, I don't have to be a comic con, you know, I could just be a regular dude that likes movies and just make a tribute film to my favorite film. And, um, that's how Montana came about, you know, Scarface is, I tell everybody Scarface isn't just like, if you're a Miami guy, it's not, it's not our favorite film. It's kind of like, it's. It's part of our culture, yeah. right? It's woven into the fabric of who we are, right? It's our childhood, yeah. especially if you're born and raised in Miami in the 80s and 90s. You know a lot of Tony Montana's, right? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. so, and you know every line of the movie, every reference. Yeah, right, right. So, you know, I was like, all right, this is a perfect opportunity. I knew the 40th anniversary was coming up, and I was like, well, someone's going to do something big to celebrate Scarface. Should be some homegrown kids. Uh, let's take a jab at it. Very cool. Yeah. What made you think of the the script? Because you you have a unique angle on it, and I mean, I loved it. Right. Um. Well, about a year ago, my producing partners Mike Risco and David Ortiz called me, and we were having a long discussion about Bel Air, and they asked me if I had any ideas for any pre-existing IP that we can do a fan film for. And the first thing that popped into my head was Scarface, and they're like, "Well, man, that's you know, it's iconic. Yeah. You know, like we got to be careful. What would you do?" And I said, "Well, you know, Elvita leaves." Yeah. Uh, there's a very pivotal scene in the film where they're having dinner and he talks about her womb is so polluted and you know that's the last argument they have before she leaves and he goes to New York and then after having that situation in New York he goes to a payphone and tries to he calls his right hand man yeah. I think you know Ernie and he <laughs> asks Ernie if Elvita has called and he says no so I'm like okay well that leaves our window open Elvita is alive something she, she's gone nobody knows where she is she left pregnant and a week later, Tony meets his demise, you know, and then this kid is raised not knowing who his father is. And here we are, 40 years later, he learns who he is. And, you know, he comes back basically to, you know, get what is his, right? Yeah, family and kids are, are underlining theme in the movie. It's Absolutely. Kinda, it's kind of, Tony mentions it a bunch. If, if, it's a lot. Tony, does Tony have kids in Cuba? I forgot. No, he doesn't. He doesn't, he doesn't right? It, he doesn't. But it's a theme that constantly gets... It's part of Scarface, right? Yeah. The way he courts Alvida is by asking her, do you want to have kids? Right. Do you like kids? Right. I want kids, Yeah. right? And he constantly says it. Even another big scene that influenced Montana was the last meeting with Sosa, where he goes back to Bolivia to, you know, basically put on, be put on the New York mission. Right. And Sosa asks him, hey, when are you, you going to have another little Tony? I'm about to have a, a son. Yeah. And I thought that was huge. I was like, well, Sosa and Tony, if they do have kids, they would have kids 
that are the same age. Right. And I was like, oh, that's perfect. Yeah. You know, especially the fact that Sosa wins that battle. Right. And he's able to legitimize his business. And all of a sudden, now you have this multi-billionaire who used to be a drug kingpin and his son is now the heir to the throne and tony jr comes back and you know he's kind of like hey man this is all this is what's been taken from me well it ends up what happens uh tony ends up dying because he saved kids remember right yeah he won't blow up the car because of the kids so and he and he he has that whole thing when he sees i'm not killing yeah i'm not killing no fucking kids right 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 right. and that's that's what causes the beef between him and sosa right because if you would have just allowed the man said a speech i was supposed to give right yeah that's crazy yeah never thought about it that way yeah man so the the actor that you got to play uh Tony's child. What's his story? Because he was great. Uh, John Carlos Canella, uh, very talented dude, uh, huge in the Latin music scene. Okay. He's acted in a lot of uh, television shows and soap operas in, in the Spanish language uh, market. Um, you know, I think that was the biggest obstacle was like, all right, well, we have this script. I wrote, I probably wrote that. It's an eight page script, and I think I wrote it in 20, 30 minutes. It just came out. I had seen Scarface like 100,000 times, yeah, so too. I knew exactly what I had to work with. Um, and once we had the script, I sent it out to my team. Everybody flipped for it. They're like, this is amazing. We got to make this. We got to make this. And I was like, all right, cool. Well, now we got to go find Tony, you know, and it's Tony Jr. And I was right. like, it's very important. Everybody's like, yeah, he's got to be Tony Montana's son. He's got to be Tony Montana's son. And I was like, well, yes, but not really. Right. He needs to be Elvita Hancock's son. So it needs to be somebody that looks yeah. Like they can be related to Michelle Pfeiffer. And everybody's like, oh man, that and you know, John Carlos, I tell everybody, if you if you take Tony Montana and Elvita Hancock and if they have a kid, he will probably, probably look, look like John Carlos yeah, yeah, Canella, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? Um, so casting wise it was perfect. John Carlos is a dear friend of mine. We yeah. met in LA probably like six, seven years ago. Miami boy from Hialeah. Yeah. We were at a party in the hills and uh, I was talking to this girl. I forgot what I said. And I, I didn't know Jen, and Jen was sitting next to me. And as soon as I said something, he looked at me and goes, Yeah, you're from Miami, bro. <laughs> we stand <laughs> out everywhere you go. And man. I'm like, I am. And he's like, What well, part? I'm like, oh, I grew up all over the place, but you know, mostly Kendall, Westchester. And he's like, oh, I'm high, Leah. Hit it off from there. And then, um, you know, I think everything happened. And he's probably seen reason. the movie a hundred times as well. Oh, as well. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, when I called him, he was like, Hey, what's going on? I'm like, Yeah, I got this idea. It's a little crazy, so bear with me. And he's like, "Yeah, what is it?" He's like, "I want to do, uh, I want to do this fan film about Scarface, and it's like the son of Tony." Say no more. Yeah, man. I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. He's, I'm, I'm in. Send me the script. Where? When are we shooting? That's it's funny, I mean. man. I, I remember the first time. I'm a little older than you. I remember the first time I watched it. So, you know the story. When it came out, super controversial. They only filmed a couple of scenes, I think, in Miami, and the rest because of the mayor uh, and the backlash from the Cuban community. But. Uh, didn't do well in the theaters, but I was like a little kid and HBO put it on. And this was back when HBO had intermissions. So it's a three hour movie, right? And I remember I'm a little kid, I'm watching this. I'm like, what the hell? First of all, way too young to be watching it. And, but like as a Cuban and then Miami and you're watching it, it blew my mind. Like instantly I was like, this is one of my favorite movies. And since then, like you have probably seen it a thousand times. I could... You know, like I said yeah, before, you and I could do the, this whole interview as yeah. me as Manolo, you as Tony, or or you as Ernie. <laughs> like it doesn't yeah, matter, and yeah. it'll be it'll work. Yeah. Uh, but then it, what? Like the hip hop community picked up on it, right? right. And then it absolutely rocket yeah. ship took took off. Yeah, I think uh, you know, like you, I saw it probably when I was like seven, eight years old. <laughs> like way a lot, young, a lot earlier than we should have yeah. seen it, right? Um, growing up in Miami in the '80s and '90s, 
it, it's part of our community, right? Yeah, I think yeah. it, we all knew Tony Montana's growing up. I remember the first time I saw it, I had a friend whose dad was involved in that world. And my dad used to tell me, it was part of my baseball team, my dad used to tell me, he's like, hey, man, you know, if anything ever happens when you're at his house, you run to this gas station. I had the same conversation. And you call me. And yeah, I was man. like, all right, cool. And then I'll never forget, I saw Scarface, and I thought my friend's dad was Tony <laughs> Montana. Because he had a portrait very similar to the one of Tony and Elvira, and his <laughs> wife was also blonde. So I'm like, ah, we got... My coach is Tony. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's something that's part of our community, right? Yeah, man. And um, I think it was probably in the early 90s, I have to think, when, you know, the hip-hop community really yeah. embraced it or when hip-hop became mainstream and we started seeing all the references. And, you know, I think it's just part of... It's a pop culture phenomenon now. It's such such an iconic film. We knew that there's uh, we were taking on a major responsibility trying to make a fan film. Yeah. Um, I think the most the proudest thing I am of right now with the film is the the like to dislike ratio because we gave people the opportunity to shit on it, right? Because anybody who's a Scarface fan can easily say, "Don't do the yeah, this sucks," but. It got co-signed and everybody approved of it and it's been just an amazing ride. The the response that we've got in the comments, you know, the fans really want us to pursue it and try to make a feature oh. film out of it. So it's uh we've had a lot of conversations regarding that and we'll see how it pans out in the next couple well, of months. Well dude, I mean so what's funny is you, you, you nailed it because it's you know it's a popular movie, but if you grew up in our era and you were down here in Dade County, it's it's like part of the fabric of like our yeah, our era, you know, our era. I love the Easter eggs that you posted throughout the yeah. movie. And my friend said it too. The bank is Ocean Bank. Ocean Bank. You filmed it at Garcia's. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember some of the other ones. Like, and I was like, oh, this is this was made by a guy of my era in Dade County, <laughs> yeah. you know, probably a Cuban, same right, thing. Cause right. I was like, oh, it's all little little right. Miami, yeah. you know, Easter eggs pop, right, popping up. Right. Which is funny because I get a lot of like I've seen comments on YouTube which people are like, oh, this isn't really Miami Cuban. I'm like, 90% Brother, of the cast is Cuban, yeah. and this is as Miami as it gets. We shot in Little Havana, Hialeah, and North oh, Miami. Yeah. So, like, I don't know where you're from, yeah. but <laughs> if you're from Miami, you know exactly where we shot this. 100%. Yeah, there's no dude. way you can, like, pull the card and say that this is not a, an authentic portrayal of our city. Um, but, yeah, we're, you know, I, I, even the original Scarface, I have to think what Stephen Bauer and probably a couple... Yeah. Extras, yeah, Gigi's, were Cuban, Gigi's, uh, Cuban, you know. But Bauer. aside from that, nobody else was Cuban, right? So I think we, <laughs> including did, Tony, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think we did a pretty, you know, decent job no, in honoring the roots of you know the character, or at least where it should be, right? So I watch your movie, and then of course, like I go down the rabbit hole, right? I'm online, I'm watching old clips. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, fo I follow like five guys that are Tony Montana on IG, you know, whatever. <laughs> All damn feeding it. And then I watch the movie again. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I guess I never key takeaways from the movie, and, and you touch on it a little bit, I'm curious to get your thoughts, is it's a little bit of a buddy film. Yeah. Hear me out, right? Yeah. Him and Manolo. Right. They come, they serve in the Cuban army together. Mm -hmm. They go to the camps together. Right. They, um, they, they kill Revenga together. Mm -hmm. And then if you look at his life, like he's, he's, Tony's like a little bit like his big brother, but like even when they go to Frank, they meet Frank for the first time, they order the same drink, gin. Uh, he, he, he allows Tony to, 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 I mean, I'm sorry, he allows Manolo to be in his room while he's in the bathtub. Right. Like how many friends do you allow right. while you're taking a shower? Right, right. None, right. including 
he even tell when when Gina gets into the big argument with him at the bar, he trusts Gina, which is the most prized thing in his life, with Manolo to get him out. And he, you know, and, and then I think ultimately that's what did Manolo win. Right, right, right. Your scene of bringing back Manolo, what, mm. where did that come from? It's actually that was actually not in the original draft. I remember we wrote the original draft ended with him seeing Alex Sosa Jr. on the TV set uh -huh. and his his you know Ernie's son and yeah. Chichi's son and telling him like that's him. Yeah. And then I was like, man, that's great. And you know, I had a, a personal connection to Stephen Bauer through a mutual friend, and I had mentioned uh, making this fan yeah. film, and he was like, oh, we, you should you should show it to Stephen. And as soon as he said that, I was like. Well, maybe we should have Steven in it. Right. And he was like, well, yeah, but how is it like, well, put him in a wheelchair. He survived. And he was like, oh, man, I don't know. It's like, you know, I'm going to, I'm like, you know, just set up the call with Steven and, you know, hopefully, hopefully gravitates yeah. to it. And he made it happen. I got Steven on the phone and uh, told him basically, I had to pitch him the idea of what a fan film was, yeah. right? And I said, I kind of want to do this with Scarface. And he was like, oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, hear me out. And he goes, all right, well, tell me the story. And, you know, Steven's a great guy. He's, he seems he's like a, he'd be a good he's, dude. He's a character, right? Yeah. So I go into the pitch, and I'm like, well, Elvita leaves, but she leaves pregnant. And he's like, yeah, I heard that. And I was like, I'm like, oh, yeah, you heard that. I was like, okay. <laughs> he's like, and he has a kid, and she calls the kid Anthony Hancock Montana. She's like, he's like, yeah, I heard that too. And he's like, and I'm like, yeah, I go through the whole pitch, and I'm like, so I'm thinking maybe Manolo survived, and now he's in a wheelchair, and we see at the end he's the one who's been trying to get all this intel about Tony Jr. And he's like, yeah, because I would. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, you survived, right? <laughs> and he goes, of course I did. The bullet went in and out, quoting. Quoting, right, right, right. And I lost a laugh. And I was like, man, Steven, it sounds like you, you, your gravity, like it sounds like you're cool with it. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I love it. He's like, count me in. Let me know when you shoot. And, you know, after that, I called the team and I was like, we got Steven Bauer. And I, once we got Steven, it was like, it was, okay, all it, was, it was, it was the stamp that we needed. Yeah. Right? It was the approval that was like, all right, cool. We and, got you got, and you got uh, Luis Gonzaga, uh, Garcia. Luis yeah. Garcia, yeah. 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 He's a dear friend of ours. Yeah. You know, uh, He's a good dude. Great dude. A lot of people don't know that Louis used to act. He used to act, right? right? Yeah. He had a lot of those like CSI credits under his belt. Um, I wanted to shoot somewhere that was like Miami landmark, especially if we're going to have Stephen Bauer come back to play Manolo right. in a wheelchair. You know, he had to have this boss status where he has a very important location yeah. to himself. Right. And I called Lewis and I was like, hey, Lou, uh, you at the restaurant? He's like, yeah, I'm going to come through. I want to talk to you about something. And I, I pitched him the idea and he was like, yeah, you can shoot down there. I'll, I'll do it for sure. I got you. I was like, all right. Last thing, though, here's the script. You're playing. <laughs> the guy. And he looks at me and he's like, nah. I'm like, yeah, yeah you are. You're the guy. And, you know, obviously, Luis is, is great. He's a, he's a yeah, team. He's great. He's a team player. And, yeah, I knew he was going to kill it. So, uh, yeah, it was like, you know, he's going to come down Dude, during lunch and let's that, do it. Let's that, shoot it out. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So, how many fan films other than uh, Bel Air, like, have taken off that somebody sort of options in and says, hey, let's, let's do I'm not this. sure. I saw somebody had mentioned something about Deadpool had one. Deadpool, you know, yeah, I think yeah, you're right. I think there's a bunch of Marvel ones that, you know, maybe weren't picked up but kind of influenced yeah. the studio to move in a certain direction. Um, I think Bel Air is the big one. Obviously, Cobra Kai, it's not a fan film, but it right. kind of lives in that same yeah. space where it's a spinoff of an iconic 80s film. Um, 
but yeah, I'm not sure exactly what that number is. Uh, our our goal wasn't to get picked up by Universal. Obviously, that's the dream. Yeah. But for us, it was really to pay homage to Scarface. You know, we know the 40th anniversary yeah. is coming up. Uh, it wasn't received well when it premiered in yeah. 84, right? Or in 83. And um, we are like, well, it's a different beast nowadays, yeah. right? It, it, it was a flop back then, but it's grown to become one of the most iconic gangster films of all time. Just... Because the Pacino is, is a remake of a 1930s movie, isn't correct, it? Correct, correct. And then, and then there's always been a rumor, like for since we were kids, oh, they're going to make a new one, but it's a Mexican, or it's a this, or right, that. Right, right. So the um, last I heard, the studio was trying to make it a Mexican cartel. A Mexican guy. cartel. But I think Scarface, the Pacino version, is just so iconic. iconic. That yeah, it's yeah, like, man. Got to be careful with yeah. that, you know? And I think that's where kind of like we had an opportunity to make Montana from a fan's perspective where we knew the responsibility and we're like, we need to stay true to it, right? <laughs> People might kill us for bringing back Manolo, yeah. but that's the only thing that they can really pinpoint yeah. to be like, ah, that's off because everything else lands. Everything else is according to yeah. the film and the story that was... Because you, I mean, you're, you're getting good feedback and good reviews. Like oh, everyone it's, that it's I blasted out to, they're like, First of all, this was so cool. And then, yeah. obviously, at the end, when you see right. Manolo, you're like, yeah, it's oh, a, it's an amazing make the movie, man. make yeah, it. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah, the response on, on YouTube has been phenomenal, on TikTok as well. Um, and, you know, we, I think the first two months was kind of uh, nationwide. Yeah. Uh, started in Miami, obviously, only in Dade is an executive producer on the project. It lives on their YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, so Miami basically was like the first week and then it started trickling down to like New York and Los Angeles and then Texas caught wind of it and Houston was eating it up. Really? And then in the last part, like the last two weeks, it's been like Italy, Mexico City, yeah. um, Germany, France, you know, it's, it's starting to spread overseas and, you know, across borders. And I think that kind of shows how big the brand the brand is. is people love it yeah like i was in peru probably like you know last month and i go to make this clothing at yeah. this little area called gamara and i walk into one of these guys warehouses and he has a poster of scarface and it's a, it's a scarface quote but in spanish <laughs> i've never, never seen that quote in spanish and i was like oh shit and then i you know i go back down the street and i see this clothing store and they have like 20 pieces of Tony it's Montana. Crazy, and I'm like, man, this is such a global brand yeah, man. that it's just a matter of time before, you know, everybody starts like jumping on it and, and, and starts spreading even more beyond where it is right now. This episode is brought to you by Buena Vista Creative, Miami's premier digital marketing agency. Visit BuenaVistaCreative.com for more info on how Buena Vista can help your business increase revenue and create the brand and digital presence it deserves. Video and podcast production, web and app development, search engine and social media marketing, logo creation, outdoor, print, swag, and more. Visit BuenaVistaCreative.com to learn more. So that's crazy. It's really right? exciting. All right, so a couple couple goofy questions. Right. In the movie, Tony Jr. Uh, inherits. They have the scene at, at Ocean Bank where he goes, "You have the warehouse, or whatever, whatever." And he goes in and he finds the coke. My question is, how long does coke last? The coke doesn't last. The coke would be expired, but it was just for uh, no, I, no. I, I I was, right? Maybe it's gold in there. Yeah, no, no. It's, <laughs> yeah, he finds he finds gold and he finds money. 
Uh, but the coke is just kind of like, you know, Tony would have Tony would have a couple coke. kilos stashed away. So, you know, we have to show yeah, that. I, well, after I saw it. It was actually a big conversation with one of my producers. He's like, the coke wouldn't last. I was like, of course the coke wouldn't last. Of course it wouldn't but last. But we got to right? have it. But you got to have You have Tony, to have coke Tony has to be prepared for yeah. that. He doesn't know how long he's going to be away for. That would be his emergency stash. So if something does happen, yeah. he has to think, well, a couple of years, I can come back and get this coke and hit the streets again. Yeah, because so. the second I saw it, like an idiot, I Google how long does cocaine yeah, last, <laughs> and I think I'm I'm not the only idiot. That it was did a that. big production meeting. It was a big sure. production yeah. meeting. How long does cocaine last? You for go sure. on Google because we want we had to rent out those fake slabs, right? Because we had a whole wall. Yeah, there. dude. Yeah, and uh, one of my producers was like, "Are we gonna spend this money on this fake coke?" And I'm like, well, "We need it." You need it. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, you yeah. want to wrap it up? We can yeah, do it. Can. Our, we can make it ourselves, but we need it. <laughs> <laughs> I need Tony would have coke in the walls. Of course he would. All right, do you buy into the fact that some people say, also a Brian De Palma movie, Carlito's Way is the New York Puerto Rican version of Scarface? No. No? no. Why? Um, Little different stories. Different obviously. stories, right? I think Carlito's Way has uh, is, is more of a story of redemption, right? Yeah. Of a man trying to, you know... Shake his, old, shake his old ways right. and try to stay clean and, and, and turn a new new page with the love of his life. Yeah. Uh, Scarface is a rise to power. It's about the American dream. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, I think Carlito's way, he's he, he reached the American dream and it was a nightmare. Right. And now he wants a, a cleaner dream, right? Scarface. Tony doesn't care. He's Tony not the anti-hero. Yeah, he's just a nah, bad, Tony, bad apple. Yeah, exactly. The bad guy, right? He, he, he's okay with being the bad guy. He even says it in the movie. Um, <laughs> culturally, though, I do think there's a, a parallel between them. Uh, I think Carlito's way was able to capture that time of New York City, late 80s, early yeah. 90s, where you know there was a lot of sophisticated Latino gangsters running the streets that were more business-minded yeah. and you know wanted to get out of the street life so i think that's i think that's very accurate on Carl. i'm a huge fan of carlito's way me too I, I, i've know. seen that that's a movie i've seen a thousand yeah. times yeah um but i think they're just different and plus because it's because it's al pacino i try to separate them you know right. it's funny because some people are so naive to to both films that there's comments on our youtube channel where people are like well the, the the sequel to Scarface is Carlito's way, and I'm like, what? What? That's why I brought what it up. Did you watch? I, I, no, I, yeah, exactly. No, but, but that, that's that's what I was reading on the internet. Like some people think it's like or like some kind of a prequel. I'm yeah, like, no, guys. Like, no, no. one's a Puerto Rican, one's a Cuban. No, like right. not even close. And it's funny you bring up Carlito's way because there was a sequel to Carlito's way made. That's what I heard. Right, starring Jay Hernandez. But it wasn't very good. It right? was horrible. Yeah. No disrespect to the filmmakers or yeah. anybody. It's just it wasn't made correctly. The story. It, it was a prequel. So that at times don't work, that doesn't you know, work, to right. me, prequels are kind of iffy. You got to yeah. be careful with that, especially after so much time has yeah. passed. So, you know, that was one of the films that my producers kept bringing up. They're like, mm -hmm. we can't make Carlito's Way Part 2. No, you can't. And I'm like, I will not make Carlito. Trust me, this is not going to be Carlito's Way Part 2. I, I know before I get critiqued by the world... I gotta face my homies. Yeah, <laughs> that's you know? movie like the back of their hand. <laughs> you know, my homies gotta be like okay with me making this before yeah. I go show it to the world. So uh, I knew that there was a, a huge responsibility that we were taking yeah. on, and uh, I was confident with the team that we had assembled, with John Carlos as the lead, and with the story that I was able to put together on how we yeah. would continue Scarface. All right, in the movie, something that always bugged me: Why don't you ever see the Diaz brothers or Gaspar Gomez? 
you know what? Because you have it in your movie, right, don't but you? I, I, you? And that was something that we used to our advantage. Because I no agree. One, no one knows what they one look One of the like. biggest things was like, okay, well, everybody dies in Scarface. Yeah. Aside from Elvira and yeah. Georgina, right? Georgina, obviously, the actress that yeah. played her, passed away. Um, you know, we weren't going to get Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. going to get Michelle Pfeiffer. But I had someone who looked really close yeah. to Michelle Pfeiffer, who was in her 40s, who I was like, she would look like yeah. what Michelle Pfeiffer would look like 10 years after, yeah. right? Um, and then I was like, all right, who doesn't get mentioned or who don't we not see or, you know, who survives this? And the Diaz brothers was like first on the list. Yeah. It was like the Diaz brothers is, first of all, their names are so, are so synonymous to Scarface. Yeah. And they're so iconic when he only says their name once, I think, throughout the whole film. I think you're right. You yeah. know, fuck Espar Gomez and yeah. fuck the Diaz brothers. <laughs> right. But it was such a... You know, I everyone guess a remembers potent delivery that everybody remembers the Diaz brothers. So I was like, all right, we could include right. the Diaz brothers. It's funny. There's um, in the fan film in Montana. There's over ten references to the original, okay. and there's little things here and there's like little Easter eggs yeah. that we buried, um, which is funny. Not everybody catches them. Uh, weirdos like me that are yeah. fan. I, I think I caught all of them. Yeah. Uh, you want to try them out? All right, try them out. Well, I mean, so obviously the uh, the, the kids, right? Ernie and um, right, uh, uh, Chichi's kid, Chichi's kid, right? right? Uh, the the, the um, obviously Sosa's kid. Did you notice Chichi's son wearing a hat just like his? I didn't catch that. Uh, that one I didn't catch. There's little things like uh, that. Yeah, that you yeah, gotta, yeah. Like, you yeah. gotta go watch a few times. Like, I gotta ah, watch that Chichi's kid. That's why he's wearing That's a fedora. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh shit, I gotta I gotta think through some of this stuff, man. Uh, you know, there's the the, the Santa Barbara. Uh, frame at the grandmother's house. I missed that one. Which is in Santa Barbara, is in his mom's original house. Okay, there you go. Um, obviously, the world is yours by Nas, right? right being opening the film. Um, what else? The green card, right? Being the same green card. That's right. Uh, the newspaper article that he sees in prison is the same article that comes out in the film. Same exact. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so there's a lot of there's a lot of little ones. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. The um, the other one that people said, we're going back to sort of the Carlitos way, which is Breaking Bad. Mm, so right. Breaking Bad has two iconic guys mm -hmm. from Scarface, right. Manolo, mm -hmm. and they also have uh, Hector Sosa's right. henchman that, right. that yeah. kills him and then obviously costs right. Tony his life. That's another one that people say, wait a minute, is this a little homage, drug dealing mm -hmm. thing with those two guys? Uh, I always found funny. I think it's just people are so, people have such an, a love for Scarface. That when you reach a certain level of filmmaking, if you're making something about the drug world yeah. and you need Latino actors, you kind of want to work with guys that were part of the films that influenced right. you and that you loved growing up. And I think that's why Stephen Bauer is Stephen Bauer today. Yeah, the right? minute you and see him, you're like, that's Manolo. That's Manolo, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, you know, it's really cool to see them come back in these, you know, Breaking Bad to me is probably the greatest TV show ever made, yeah, it's a great show. ever written. Um, and to see them be a part of that. It's funny because one of my producers, David Ortiz, he's like, you know, the new generation knows Stephen Bauer from Breaking Bad, not from we, Scarface. We know him from Que Pasa USA. We know him from Que Pasa USA, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? That's a joke. <laughs> and as right? real his real name, Rocky Chavarria. Exactly, <laughs> right? But, you know, the new generation knows him as, I think, Don, whatever his name is, yeah. in Breaking Bad. And he was like, yo, that's how they identify. And I, I didn't really believe it at first. And then, we were editing at my buddy Jokes, Yanis, who's a producer and editor on the project. We're editing at his studio, and he has this assistant editor who's like 25 years old, and he sees Stephen Bauer, and he's like, hey, that's Don So-and-so for Breaking Bad. 
And I looked at him and I go, no, no, that's Manolo from Scarface. And he looked at me and he's like, oh, he was in Scarface too? And I was like, ah, oh, man. How old is he? 25. There you go, 25. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the new generation knows Stephen Bauer from that. But, you know, it's great to see Stephen being able to uh, stay uh, in the eye yeah, of man, the audience totally. in totally. these iconic, you know. I think as, as youngins, we grow up idolizing yeah, Tony yeah. Montana. And then we get to a point where we mature and we're like, oh, Tony was kind of a shady piece of shit piece of shit you know? street hustler he, he married a gold digging cokehead yeah. you know <laughs> he shot his best boy so i was always like oh i'm team sosa but then as i start making montana i start seeing the good in tony tony was actually a good-hearted dude yeah he just, just got caught up in the life he just got caught up in the life right you know and he he had such a i guess uh protective energy towards his sister that doesn't matter who was involved and he saw that as an ultimate betrayal that you know, his right hand man would cross that line when he had specifically told him yeah. that's a line you don't cross, right. and I think that's what it was. And then you know, cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah, you know? so, <laughs> and he has the breakdown scene. Oh man, he made it when he yeah, realized yeah, yeah, he right, killed Manny. Right, and you could see that he honestly like you know yeah. he's coming down from that. and He's like, oh shit, like yeah. And it's funny because Manny always had his back in the scene that he gets killed. He gets shot in the back. It's mm-hmm. like you wonder if Manny makes it. Does right. He go on and, and they make Montana construction a legit business and they right. build condos in Brickell and they live happily ever, exactly. ever after. But uh, what's next for you, man? Uh, man, you know, I've been writing a lot of scripts uh, this past year. Um, I kind of took a little bit. Uh, I stepped away from the film industry sure. from uh, 2018 to about the beginning of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, once I wrote Montana, I kind of got back into the groove of things. Right. Um, I don't think people understand how uh, how much of a toll it takes to write screenplays, yeah, especially yeah. when you're writing numerous characters, you know, and you dive organizing in it all, three, yeah. four months of your life, just different voices in your head. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, I missed it a little bit because I, you know, that's what I did in LA for from like 2011 to, mm-hmm. to, to the pandemic, to 2018, 2019, yeah. right? And um, I just started writing scripts again. I have this new project that's getting produced right now. Um, really cool Miami story. Cool. Andy Garcia is involved or oh. attached. Um, you know, so we have a few things going on. Um, you know, people keep pushing me to explore a feature-length version of Montana. I just did a documentary that premiered at the film festival this past year called The Curse of Joe Robbie, which yeah. I know you've heard about. Um, and that's basically it. You know, I juggle a lot of stuff as a creative and I just like... I, I try to keep my juices flowing. Yeah. You know, I try not to like sit there and put all my eggs into one project. You know, I like creating clothing and you know, whether it's a short form film like uh, Montana, mm-hmm. whether it's a, you know, uh, low budget documentary like The Curse of Joe Robbie, you know, I'm always staying busy. So a couple projects that will be coming out twenty twenty four. So cool. I'm just gotta keep moving forward. All right, man. We're so just for where can they watch the movies? Where, where, where can we find out more about you? Um, Montana is on Only in Day's YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, you can just Google Scarface fan film Montana. Um, that's basically it. You know, Instagram, you can catch me. I'm a very private dude. If you just want to see me working out and doing stuff like that or traveling. <laughs> that's how we met. <laughs> traveling, back, traveling back and forth from here to Peru, you know, things like that. But, you know, that's basically it. Good stuff, yeah. man. All right. I wish you nothing but the best. Thank Say hello to my little friend. Appreciate Take it. Take care, bud. <laughs>